0: Hello friends, and welcome to Mondays with Mia. Hello everyone, welcome back. I was gone for quite a while, it's just been really, really busy, but I'm not going to give any more details or excuses. I'm back now, and I do have a lot to talk about. In fact, too much to talk about that. I don't... I know I want to talk about the recent K-dramas that have been coming out, but I also want to hit a few other topics that I promised to touch on. There's a lot of, like, questions I've asked you guys on my Instagram story that, like, I'm saving your answers for future episodes when I have, like, nothing else to talk about. Um, Today, I want to talk about the few K-dramas that are coming out currently and my thoughts on them, because Our Beloved Summer with Angela, you can hear our review on that on YouTube or on this podcast. We talked about Our Beloved Summer, and now some more dramas have come out but first let me know how you guys are send me a voice memo let me know what's been going on how you know maybe a dm or a comment on one of my videos how you've been enjoying these new k dramas cuz there's quite a few i will say i'm not watching a few of them cuz honestly there are too many to keep track of but a business proposal comes out actually the day this podcast episode will come out, so I will be watching that. A business proposal comes out Mondays and Tuesdays, and then Wednesday and Thursdays. Thirty nine, the K drama is coming out, which I am watching, and then f- Saturday Sunday is when Forecasting Love and Weather and Twenty Five Twenty One come out. My favorite ongoing drama currently is Twenty Five Twenty One. There are only four episodes out. Of all those dramas that I just mentioned. So, of course, my opinions on them might change, but for now, I wanna talk about 39. Just wanna touch on them very quickly. I love the way the drama's going so far. Episode one and two were amazing, in my opinion. And then episode three and four, I was like, mm, not sure how to feel. But then the end of episode four, I was like, okay, I feel us getting back into the real story. I feel like we're gonna move on with the plot. So, hopefully, this week's episodes are great um with 2521 amazing stellar like i cannot express how much i love everything about this show like quite literally everything um i'm just totally in love with this show and i really really hope it keeps on going the way it is i'm a little bit scared because of um some things that the plot has hinted at and also um just with this drama i really can't predict where it's gonna go like really Forecasting Love and Weather, I definitely did not like it, like, the first episode, so, like, I dropped it, and then when episode four came out, I was like, you know what, nothing else to watch, let me just skim through these episodes, so I do skip around, I will say, episode four has me quite interested, I wasn't expecting to like this drama after I didn't like it when I, obviously, like, first saw the first episode, um, But you know what? I am intrigued with this couple. Like, I will be watching these episodes, like, parts of these episodes, not the whole thing. It's not, like, my biggest priority to watch, but I definitely am interested now in it. So, yeah, those are just my thoughts on the ongoing drama so far. I think now what we should do is... I don't... You know what? I'm just gonna do it. We're gonna look at people's unpopular K-drama opinions that I asked you guys to comment on my TikTok a long time ago. So let me pull up the video. Okay, finally found it. It was literally from last month. We're just gonna go through these pretty quickly, hopefully. Um, and I'm interested to know what you guys think. This podcast definitely might make you a little bit upset, may make you a little bit happy, depending on what your opinion on these opinions are. But you know what? Today, I just want to be a little bit entertaining. Let's, let's talk about these. As you guys know, I make it a point on my account to not talk about too many negative things or just in general, like, I just, I don't like being negative on my account. And so I don't really, like, post, like, hot takes or, like, extreme opinions on things. Also because I really don't have any, like, negative opinions on a lot of things. In terms of like characters I don't like, or shows or whatever, like I tend to just pretty much like most things. Um, but of course I do have strong opinions here and there, but you know, I don't post that a lot. So let's talk about these opinions. This one says TikTok plays a huge role on the likability of K-dramas slash actors, etc., but it sort of distorts your own views and perspectives of the show and characters. You know, I think that's true. And that's not necessarily about like a show. But it is, I think it's a valid opinion. I don't think it's that unpopular. But definitely there is a difference between, like, before I came on TikTok and after of, like, being involved in watching K dramas. I think that's just true for, like, any show, honestly, that people watch collectively. Like, when I watch shows alone, I find that I'm not, like, necessarily happier, but I guess, like, I have less problems with things. And then when I watch it online with everyone, it's like, oh, like there's like an overwhelming opinion that people like to bandwagon on which like isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just kind of different so i guess it just depends like for some K dramas, but yeah i think that's fair this one says i really like the final couple in reply 1988 take was a better match with the other two friends she started liking them because they thought they liked her okay i slightly agree but also slightly disagree i don't think she liked Huan just because she thought he liked her which is true she did get like the inkling that like oh maybe he's interested in me but I definitely think there was more to that with Jung Hwan because, especially the way the plot twist and the writers develop the story. Because I don't know if many people, I, mean, I think I think people know this, and I think it's true. I don't really know, but like I've heard that the writers originally intended for her to end up with Jung Hwan, which is why the plot was really leading us on that way. Specifically, the way the husband acted in the beginning of the show, and so like I don't necessarily think that she's like just liking Hwan because he liked her i really do think their connection was so amazing and they could have built on it so much um but of course the way the story was written take is a good match for soon because like i really feel like their personalities go well together like they're on each other's level if you know what i mean and like honestly Hwan. i mean spoiler but not spoiler like he was supposed to die like in the original script. So like watching the show, I was just happy that he survived and that he was like happy at the end of the show. but definitely um, her her and Jung could have been so great. but you know the writers chose something else for a couple of reasons. and I think the way they wrote take in was like a little bit too. I think they should have introduced him more earlier because um, he really didn't have a lot of screen time like in some crucial episodes. I mean I'm happy. I'm happy with the way it ended. I was a little bit like, okay, like <laughs> the story could have developed so differently. But that doesn't stop me from appreciating the show. You know, I really do love Reply 1988. I think it's so worth watching. All right, this one says Han ji did not deserve So Dalmi mi in startup. And I stand by that opinion, even though everyone disagrees. Okay, let's talk about startup. So there's something that a lot of like my older followers, I don't talk about it much now, but like my older followers know that like I don't really like startup necessarily and let me just explain why very quickly it's not even necessarily the love triangle it's the way the show was written like i personally feel that like halfway through the show it took on a completely different plot and focused on different things in the story that it should have like, I really wish we had more character development between the family. I wish we had more of, like, the startup business side of the show. And then it turned it on to, like, this this full-on love triangle show when, like, it didn't start out that way in the beginning. So, like, I personally felt the show was inconsistent and didn't have good writing halfway through because you know, the first episode was amazing. However, whenever we talk about this, like, Han Ji-pyong versus Do-san thing, I really feel like both of their characters are just so different, and, like, it really just depends on, like, what type of personality you like. Because, like, for example, I'm not gonna slander do except for the fact that, like, I just don't like his character that much. I really gravitate towards Han ji personality, and his actions, and the way his character developed throughout the show. Even though, by the way, none of these characters really had a lot of development. Like, that's the problem, because it's the writing. And so, because the plot itself, I feel like is too inconsistent. I feel like it's hard to like specifically argue on like who deserved who and like who should end up with who because in fact, the story itself wasn't that clear because the whole backbone of the first half of the show was Han Ji letters and the fact that he was actually like the quote unquote like real dosan in the beginning. You know, like that was the beginning of the show that his story is the backbone of the first half of the plot and so when the plot again switched like halfway through the show that's when things started to get really messy and characters started to like okay for example there's this whole fight scene between dosan and hanji pyong like i just could not get behind like they were literally like punching each other in the face and like that just was so they just that's just one example of like one of the many things in the love triangle that like just did not need to happen i really feel like if they wanted her to end up with Dosan, which is completely fine, like I think Dosan and Dami are great together, their personalities, but they really should have written it differently, in my opinion, because I feel like they should have like made it clearer earlier on, like their end game, and like stop like this messy back and forth, you know, because he like went away, like she broke up, like it was just it was just messy. When now when we talk about Han Ji character, it's fine if you don't like his personality. But his character did a lot of things for the success of their startup. He contributed a lot, especially to Dami. Like, he did a lot of things. He did a lot. I don't understand. Some people are like, oh, he didn't do anything. Like, he's just over there, like, being rude or whatever. You know what? He has a really tough personality. But, like, I feel like he's just one of those characters that is misunderstood and badly written and necess like i don't know how to say this they definitely did not give him the development that he needed they definitely did not give dose on the development that he needed it was very rushed and they definitely kind of like let go of Dalmy's development because they focused on the two guys more you know what i mean so like overall i like the characters i just think that the way that the writers made them interact was just like lacking and like also with the sister and the family like i said I wish they focused more on them as well. Yeah, there's, like, just a lot of mixed feelings I have about Startup. Um, but I don't think it's, like, this super black and white situation of, like, oh, who deserved who? And, like, well, it's not really about that, honestly. Like, I just feel like it's... The writing was weird. I don't think Hanjipyong and Dami should have ended up together. Why? Because it wasn't written that way in the end. But, like... If they wrote it just like a little bit differently, a lot of things would be different in the plot, if that makes sense. This one says, Penthouse is a terribly written drama and very overrated. Okay, that's a lot of strong words there. And I I don't think it's necessarily overrated, but I do think it was badly written in the second and third season. However, the first season was immaculate. The first season was legendary. I really think there's a reason why Penthouse is so popular. I'm not going to say it's overrated. Like, I really do enjoy... Watching with other people, talking about it, you know, saying bad things about it or good things about it. Like, I don't think it's overrated. I really think everyone acted so well. Like, the actors really carried that show, even though the story was ridiculous most of the time towards the end. I really don't think it's overrated, honestly. This one says calling every female actor you don't like emotionless is not the serve you think it is. Agreed. This one says sad endings are better than happy endings. I mean, it really depends. Like, sometimes sad endings are so unnecessary and literally make no sense. It really just depends on, like, the writing, you know? Okay, there's a lot of comments about Song Hye Kyo. Um, I don't hate her, guys. I really have no reason to not like her. I've seen a few of her dramas, yes. Do I particularly like her acting? No. But, like, at the same time, I'll still watch shows that she's in. Like it doesn't really bother me as much as people like to make it so. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's not that bad to me. I don't know. And I will say a lot of people just love to hate on her like so much so that I'm like, are you misogynistic? This one says I did not like the drama Five for my way at all. The plot was not my favorite. Okay, I understand how people might not like the show. I get it. I truly liked it. It's not like a favorite of mine. It's kind of just okay. The second couple, boo, did not like them. The first couple, you know what? They went back and forth a little bit, but I think that's just kind of how like most K-dramas are, like rom-coms are. I liked the overall theme of the show, like encouraging each other to follow your dreams. I think it's a show to just like watch lightly, not think about it too much. Someone says, I don't see the high in fantasy dramas. You know, fantasy really isn't my genre. I think it just depends. Like, if you're really into fantasy, good for you. Um, like, I understand how that's appealing. There are a few fantasy dramas that I do like. Um, but, yeah, it's not necessarily my genre. This one says, any drama from Netflix sucks, except for Home Not a Shot, and it's okay to not be okay. Heavy disagree. How can you just say, like, any drama from Netflix sucks? Like, that's... That's so weird, because it's not like they're even all the same genre or have the same plot or storyline. Like, that doesn't- that's not an- I don't know if that's a valid- that just makes no sense to me. I also don't understand this superiority complex that comes from watching your K-dramas not on Netflix. Like, some people think that they're so much better than other people just because- Oh, like, you watch your dramas on Netflix? Wow, blah, 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 It's like, what? What? I don't get it guys, like- Okay, Move to Heaven and DP, those are great dramas and they also happen to be on Netflix. I don't understand this mentality. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Just to add on to that really quick, my name is a Netflix kid, anyway. This one says, if I don't find the leads attractive, I will not watch the show. I don't necessarily feel this way, but I mean, if you feel this way, who am I to tell you you're wrong? I mean, I don't really get it. I understand that some people are like this because it's like the whole fantasy of watching a drama. You want to be immersed, you want to be attracted to these characters, these people. But I mean, maybe you're saying that like if the drama storyline isn't good, you won't watch it just because they're hot. I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what exactly like the point here is. Hmm, I think, I think I don't necessarily feel that way. Okay, this one says not unpopular. But it irks me that second male lead are always nice, likable, but second female lead are always made to be unlikable. This is true. I do like a lot of second leads, like second male leads. And I do like a lot of second female leads, but there are some I can't bring myself to like. Why? Because they're written so terribly and made to be unlikable. Um, I think part of it is like to stir up... (laughs) Stir up misogyny and like get all viewers like mad and also appeal to watchers that like really watch shows for like attractive male characters. I think there's definitely like a lot to unpack on how female characters are written and made to be perceived by viewers. I think that applies to like all shows, not just K dramas, but I definitely do get what you mean like second female leads are definitely a lot of times written to be purposefully unlikable. Whereas, like, if she were a male character, people would probably, like, forgive, quote-unquote, like, some of the stuff that she's done or says. So yeah, I I, I get that. This one says, some people hate on the comedy in Vincenzo, but I think it was completely necessary. Also, Vincenzo's supremacy. I totally understand if Vincenzo is not someone's type of drama. Like, it's 20 episodes, and the episodes are all, like, an hour and 40 minutes long. (laughs) Like, it's long. It's definitely a slow burn plot. It's definitely a Plot that has a lot of details that like show up later, Um, a lot of symbolism. It's, I feel like, in a way, like a very artistic show. I definitely think the plot is worth it to like sit down and watch, but I understand a lot of people like a lot of different genres. Um, but I do agree that the comedy was necessary. I've seen people say the romance was unnecessary, which I disagree. I really think like every component of Vincenzo was necessary, and that's what made it so great and so well-rounded. This one says the goblin was not a good enough drama to excuse the fact that the main female lead was literally in high school. Okay, let's unpack- okay, I'm actually kind of excited to talk- okay, let's unpack this whole goblin thing. To me personally, did the age gap bother me? Yes, it did. Did it bother me the whole time? No um i think that there was something so special and refreshing about the plot itself and i think overall the show is so great i i don't think it's overrated like it was iconic for its time and also the writing was really good the writing was really good in my opinion it's definitely a drama that takes an emotional toll on you and i gotta give it credit for that i gotta give it credit for making us all feel the emotions i do think it is fully legit to critique the age gap and to critique the plot in some ways in that sense. However, I personally wasn't, like, too focused on their romance. I kind of was really into the second couple and also just, like, into the goblin character himself and his whole backstory. So, like, I just think there are different aspects of the plot I focused on. Um, even though it is technically a romance drama, there's a lot of romance, I definitely, this is one of those fantasy dramas that like I would rewatch. I just think it's so interesting. I think all opinions about the romance are valid, but to say it's not a good enough drama, I just don't get it. Like I think it was really well produced. This one says something in the rain wasn't boring. It just portrayed a more realistic relationship compared to other K-dramas. Okay, let's talk about something in the rain and one spring night. Why not? They're obviously made by the same people. Um, Let me just say i I fully enjoyed those dramas because I skipped scenes and I think there's a lot of people out there who like are scared to skip scenes but I think if you don't skip scenes it'll hurt your viewing experience. I don't know how to say this. Like sometimes skipping scenes is just better. It's just better for your enjoyability because those scenes don't really add anything to the plot anyway. Let's be real. So like especially with Something in the Rain of One Spring Night, I fully skipped some of the side character scenes and some of like the scenes with the parents um and something in the rain specifically I skipped a lot of scenes with the mom because it was just really repetitive and annoying didn't like her so I would literally just watch like the main couple scenes and like a few other side character scenes because you still know what's going on in the plot because it's repetitive in that sense with like some of the characters so like just skip it just skip it and you will enjoy it you know what I mean with one spring night I skipped a lot of the side character scenes as well as like The mean boyfriend scenes, and I was, I have rewatched Spring Night like five times maybe, because I only watch the scenes that I like, and I giggle and kick my blankets every time. So like, I think it's completely okay to like just skip scenes, because these two shows are so realistic. Watching the main couple scenes is what makes the show worth it, and what makes the show so. These show's so amazing, in my opinion, because these characters are so real and so you will hate them sometimes, but, like, they're also good people. They're just making weird decisions sometimes, and, like, that's the point. Like, I've I've already talked about One Spring Night in my YouTube video, my top 20k dramas, and, like, why I like it so much. This one says, unpopular opinion, high school-based dramas are rarely ever good. Um, you know, I personally don't really like that many high school K-dramas, because I think they really kind of remind me of high school- I'm not saying I'm too good for anything, I'm just saying like, me personally, I don't- I don't really gravitate towards high school K-dramas. There are a few that I like, but I don't know if I can say like, they're rarely ever good. I think they just have like, a different type of style, you know? It depends on your personal preference, I guess. This one says, K-drama couples breaking up in episodes 13 to 14 are so unnecessary. I will agree, sometimes it totally is unnecessary. (laughs) A part of me likes the predictability that they will get back together in 16. Like, a part of me likes that for some K-dramas. And then some other K-dramas, I'm just like, why would you literally create a conflict out of nowhere that doesn't benefit the main couple, doesn't benefit the story? Because sometimes when they have a conflict, it actually does benefit them and it was necessary. Other times, it's like, you just did that for no reason. This one says, King Eternal Monarch was a good concept, but was not executed well. Okay, let's talk about the King Eternal Monarch, because a few of my friends, like, this is their favorite K-drama ever. They love Lee Min Ho, which I totally get. This drama, I liked it, I really did. Um, it does have plot holes, and it definitely has, like, a more complicated plot that, like, some people just, like, cannot understand. A lot of people drop the show because they say it's too complicated. I honestly think, like, if you put in the effort to, like, learn about the plot, you'll understand it and like it and appreciate it, but I also totally understand other people not liking the drama because of that. So I think there's just two sides to it. It just depends on, like, I guess maybe how much effort you want to put into understanding the drama or I don't know, like, I I just appreciated it for what it was, like, I just liked it, I really thought there was good chemistry, I know a lot of people criticize this drama and say like, oh, Lehman Host such a bad actor, blah blah blah, like, there was no chemistry blah blah blah, Mm. hmm, I don't know if I agree with the Lehman Host slander. like, I understand there are all, you know, some of us have actors we don't like, some of us have actresses we don't like, you know, I get that, so, but like, I just don't- my mom sneezed. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. But, um, Cleeman Home, I have no problem with him. Like, I honestly find myself having zero problem with like a lot of these actors or actresses that people don't like. But, like, you know, whatever your opinion is, it's your opinion. I do think it had a great concept. Sometimes it was executed like a little bit weird, in my opinion. But, like, that didn't take away from me enjoying the show, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. This one says The King's Affection is such an underrated drama. It was so good, it deserved more hype. Um, I love this drama. It's not my favorite drama of all time, but I was definitely very into it when it was ongoing. I will say the ending, the few ending episodes were like, I feel like the pacing was a little bit weird, but in it, I did get the ending I wanted. I really did. And I thought the beginning episodes were set up so well. I thought the plot was set up so well. I thought most of the drama was actually paced very well. And the characters are so lovable. Like, the characters are so great. And Rowan acted so well. parkin Ben acted so well. Like, I think they got Best Couple Award, which they should. Like, their chemistry was really good. This one says crash landing on you is over. Oop. Oh. Oop, oop, I already d- okay. Mm. So this crash landing on you is overrated and I was not invested in the leech. Um, we're gonna have to take a pause there. <laughs> okay, now we're back. Um, no. Immediately no. Like this is the one of like the only K drama opinions I will absolutely disagree with if you don't like crash landing on you we do not see eye to eye we do not see eye to eye like even you were not invested in the leads bye (laughs) anyways the show is so perfect it's you know what moving on like i'm i mean i get it if it's not your type of job like drama, but to say it's overrated? mm, mm, I can't. This one says Hotel Del Luna is boring. I'm sorry. (laughs) Stop! Okay, here's the thing with Hotel Del Luna. I did not finish it. I know how it ends. I didn't finish it. I don't think it's a terrible drama. I love IU. I think everyone acted really well, honestly. I guess this is an unpopular opinion of my own, maybe? I didn't really see as much chemistry with the main two leads as I did see with her and her past lover I really I really like the two main leads together don't get me wrong don't get me wrong I love the two main leads together I think they're perfect together however the setup the build-up of the plot of the whole backstory with her and her lover and how he waited for her like I think that story is so beautiful. And if it were written a little bit differently, things would have turned out very differently. I think the whole concept of her backstory was literally the most interesting thing of like the whole drama to me. And so when the tension finally came and like they finally met again, I was really disappointed because I was like, okay, this is supposed to be a big moment and nothing is happening. Like you're looking at each other and you're just, that's it. So I thought that was a really big letdown specifically because of how good the backstory was, how great the backstory, how great their connection was, and you're really going to throw it all away. Like, you guys don't have to end up together. You don't have to get up together because there are a lot of things that happen that, you know, you can't forgive, whatever. It's been too long. You forgot about whatever. It was just a weird ending to their story and the writing was not very pleasing to me. But that being said, I think overall, it's like a funny show. I think it's a good show. I think it's a heartwarming show. I think it's a good show. But if you got bored, hey, I'm with you. This one says, Becca from Extraordinary You was just as bad as we saw. He did, in fact, treat Dono bad for a long time after he did that realization thing. Okay, let me talk about Extraordinary You. I have, okay, this show was very entertaining to me. Did I get really bored in the middle? Yes. But I pushed myself through and I'm glad I finished it. The ending was a little bit lackluster. But, you know, was it spectacular writing to me? No, but the concept was very good. And I actually like Extraordinary You, but I did not get second lead syndrome. And I get second lead syndrome a lot. And I did not with this drama. I genuinely do not understand how people wanted her to end up with Young. Dano and Haru is just like they're they're so good they're perfect together and Haru is way better than Young. people say oh he's boring he's like not as complex as but yeah Young is complex but guess what he's rude and I don't care if like he's he loves Dano this whole time the way he treated her was absolutely terrible like he should have expressed his feelings better and I get that like part of it is the writer's fault because like You know, but I just... No, there's like literally no way that she should end up with him. Literally no way. Like, yes, he should have gotten a better ending. Yes, they should have given him better character development. But how are you going to ship them together when he literally bullied her? How are you going to ship them together? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think Haru is like 10 times of a better character than Baekhyun is. Because Haru's character may not be like the most complex character... But he definitely fit, Don, like, Donald. Like, he treated her so well. He was always there for her. He was always patient. He was always loving. He was always sacrificing for her. He was always waiting for her. He literally, his whole goal was to make her happy. And even in, like, their past lives or whatever, like, I think there's something really great about like this whole theme of like oh they're finding each other in each story that I think is just so incredible and I don't see how people ship Young with Donal over Haru, like I really don't. This one says, nevertheless, Nabi and Park Jaehyun were a good pair. Mm, okay, I'm gonna continue reading this. They weren't couple goals but they worked. No. No. No, no, no. Nabi should have not ended up with anyone. And I positively stand by that. I think the drama took a really bad turn when they made her go back to Park jae because there was this iconic scene in the drama where she left him in the rain and she went back to her room crying after she told him she never wanted to see him again. And I thought, Nabi, you're my girl. That's it. You've done it. You're amazing. You've set your boundary with this toxic man who all of a sudden wants to change, but that's not really that People don't change overnight. And I thought, you've done it. You're great. You're amazing. Mm. They made her go back to him. And for what? Like, his character development was extremely rushed. Like, it literally happened in the last episode, which was so stupid. And they also dragged on Potato Boy's storyline for too long because I love Potato Boy. I love him as a character, but he did not belong with Nobby. So, like, get him out of here. You know what I mean? I just think that the writing was, like, not good with a lot. Like, you, you're... eight weeks, eight episodes, I think. Just for her to, like, stay the same. Like, stay in this toxic relationship. Like, (sighs) I mean, I don't hate Nabi's character because she's literally used to being emotionally used. So I get that she doesn't have a clear head with Park jae But, like, the whole thing of the show was just so stupid. Because it's like, nevertheless, I'll still be with him. Like, girl. Oh my goodness. Like, whatever happened to healing. Whatever happened to self-love. Whatever happened. Like... No. 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 And also that last scene where she, like, let go of his hand for a little bit while looking at Potato Boy. I was like, what is this last scene? What is this even...? Like, it just- it didn't make sense and I didn't like it. Did like the side couples, of course, but mmm. This one says, I don't want to be hated for this, but like, tribute wasn't as good as people say it is. Chan Wu needs to seriously work on his act. Okay. Mmm. Mmm. That's Suho's character, so let's separate the actor from the character a bit because if you've seen chan Wu's like other dramas you would know that he's not like this one-dimensional actor. I don't know, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to like draw the line like, oh he needs to work- oh she or he needs to work on their acting skills. Maybe that's just like the character. Anyway, heavily disagree. Is True Beauty a basic show? Yes. But I genuinely think it's really good. Like, I don't think it's overrated. I think it was very popular for a reason. I think it had a chokehold on everyone for a reason. Because it was funny. It was romantic. It was emotional. It was just a really good rom-com. It's a really, really well done rom-com. It fits the genre. It is what it is. And I liked it. It's not super complex. I didn't have to sit there thinking and thinking and thinking about it. Like it is what it is. You watch it, you enjoy it. So June deserved better. Still upset about that part. But it was a good show, in my opinion. And of course, I'm not gonna hate you for saying that. Um, whoever wrote this, like, no. Um, but I definitely think that, like, not liking a character and then saying, like, oh, the actor's bad or whatever, or oh, the actor needs to work on their acting Um, no. This one says, I don't like when people call a drama they didn't like overrated. You just didn't like it. (laughs) Agreed! Like, so- okay. I'm I'm not even gonna have to explain that one. Like, I just agree. Agreed. This one says, weightlifting fairy is overrated. It was good, but I didn't think it's one of the best ones out there. Um... You know... I don't agree. I think the reason weightlifting fairy is so popular Is because of how comforting and normal it is and how there's none of this like crazy jealousy or breakup Um, it's a it's a good show that depicts healthy relationships and healthy coming of age healthy friendships it's not necessarily like this this crazy show but I think that's the charm of it and I think that's the appeal because it's about these like simple people who are just funny and cute and they're not necessarily the stereotypical male and female, <laughs> excuse me. They're not necessarily like the stereotypical male and female lead, you know what I mean? So like I get that it's very appealing to people. I get why it's successful, and I don't think it's overrated. I think it's perfect. Like if it's if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, everyone has their own taste. But to say it's overrated um I just don't agree. I'm going to get trash, but Chloe was way, 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 way overrated. Okay, why type way that many times? You know, you know, you know how people anyway, moving on. Hometown Cha 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 and Our Beloved Summer are really good healing dramas. I mean that's not unpopular. Um but you know, agreed, they're they're really good healing dramas. Ooh, this one says an extraordinary you Bekan was never the villain. They made him one by never explaining what was going on. Also, Donna wanted him to not take seriously what she said on screen, but at the same time, she believed everything he did or said on screen. Um, no. That's not... No. Okay, personally, I don't see it that way. The reason Dono didn't want Bik Young to take her seriously, what she said on screen, is because she didn't know that he was, like, aware. He, She thought he was just, like, gonna forget it. You know what I mean? It's not the same. Because... He was expecting of her something different than she was expecting of him. So that's not really comparable. And also Young, I don't necessarily think he was the villain. I just think he was not written to be the good character that everyone says he is, you know? Someone says, Chloe should have been more tragic. Um, I don't think so. I disagree. No, thank you. I'm done reading these Chloe opinions. Like, if you don't like it, just leave me alone. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This one says Weightlifting Fairy had basic plot. It was cute and romantic, but the plot was just basic. Don't attack me, please. I don't think anyone's gonna attack you because that's kind of the point of Weightlifting Fairy is that it is basic. That That's the plot, so... Yeah. This one says, despite my love for Ji Chang Wook, I couldn't enjoy Love Struck in the City at all because I absolutely didn't get the action. Okay, I said, okay, okay. If you don't understand the female lead in Love Struck in the City, of course you wouldn't like the show. Let me just go on off a little tangent here. There's this theme I'm sensing with like female characters that make mistakes and female characters that are complex. People tend to like really hate them and like not get through the drama. For example, the love struck in the city female lead, um, to set up the story a little bit, she had run away from her life. She like took on an alter ego. She went to like the beach or whatever. She she, like basically like wanted to start over with like quote unquote like new personality and just like get away from everyone for a little bit. But then she actually like did fall in love with this guy. Um, But because, you know, she wasn't actually herself, like she felt bad and like she didn't contact him anymore. Like, there's so much that was explained about her backstory to where, like, you either felt sympathy for her or you didn't. And so, like, I guess if you don't like her personality, that's fine. But, like, there's a lot that happened in her life that, like, make... I don't know, like, I just... I don't hate imperfect characters. Like, I actually enjoy watching imperfect characters make bad decisions, but then, like, recover from it and apologize and become a better person like I I love seeing character growth especially in female characters. I really love imperfect female characters because I think there's something so cool about watching them develop and watching f- especially complex female characters be the main lead. So um I disagree. Thriller K-dramas are not that good. Mm, I disagree. I really disagree. I think thriller K-dramas are like really good. I don't know how you got there. Was there like a specific thriller you didn't like? Um maybe you've seen too many thrillers and you're bored. I I don't know. Like I don't know how anyone could have that opinion because thriller K-dramas are genuinely so good. Of course it depends on the show that you watch, which I think is true of any genre, but like you know Let's not, let's not generalize. This one says, this might just be the fact that I know the actress is older, but Hyejin should have been older than Dushik. It would have made their dynamic more interesting. I don't know if I agree with that, because I don't think it would have really added too much to their dynamic. I mean, of course, it would have added something to their dynamic, but I don't think that something would have been necessary. And I think they already had a lot going on. And I think it was perfect as it is. My opinion. This one says, Komun Young, Do Soon, and Jo are not a good portrayal of strong women. Um, what do you mean not a good portrayal of strong women? a lot anyways this one says potato boy i nevertheless was sweet but he creeped me out he made me uncomfortable he wasn't reading her signals okay disagree because i think potato boy completely respected nabi and completely did everything he could to make her comfortable so disagree this one says, Vincenzo could have saved Hunso. I don't know why they made him so weak when he's literally from the Mafia. Okay, let's talk about that. Because there is this whole argument behind Hunso's death was preventable. Um, and I do get that. I understand that. I really think Hanzo also should have had like, you know, a funeral. But I do understand there was way too much going on in that last episode. I think they made that choice of Vincenzo not saving Hanzo to specifically highlight his weakness which is chayoung and like the fact that like his first priority was to save chayoung and like he was so disoriented because you have to remember like yeah he's from the mafia but this is literally the first time he's actually cared about someone (laughs) literally the first time he's actually like wanted to save someone um and he was he he was losing it he was losing it in that moment it was really crazy you know mafia or not like that was someone he loved so like Yes, his natural reflex would have been like more he would have been more like distance from the situation. But because the situation was like so emotional and so close for him, yeah, he hesitated. Yeah, he messed up. Um, it was definitely preventable. But I think that was a choice that the writers made on purpose to sort of highlight Vincenzo's character more and the fact that, like he's he's different now because, he has feelings for someone and he's, you know, making mistakes and being unreliable now. Um, did my brother just scream from playing games? Anyways, I mean, that's just, like, my take on it. I mean, you're welcome to disagree. I completely see the point that, like, Hansel's death was preventable because it definitely was and I don't really think his death was that necessary. Um, I don't know if it was that necessary, like, I don't know, anymore. This one says TikTok overhyped our beloved summer. It was really boring. You know, I'm sensing a trend of this overhyped thing because it's like you either liked it or you didn't, but to say something's overhyped when in fact it had really good ratings and really good production, really good cinematography, really good writing, very good acting, you know? Um, it's a really good drama. It's a really well-produced drama and it's okay if you didn't like it. This one says, I never cried a single tear in Moon Lovers. I mean, that's not an opinion, but it is a really sad show. So, I mean, maybe you just don't cry easily. I don't know. Um, I see a couple comments of like actresses just being ugly that's not an opinion, you guys. That's just being rude. So it says, I don't know why people think Gang Jae is hot and try to edit him in a thirst-trappy way when he literally tried to R-word Ji like, what's not clicking. Okay, this is about the drama My Name and I totally agree. Maybe I'm just a bit sensitive or whatever, but when I saw people, like, editing him to, like, be super hot and everything, I was like, you do realize what his character was, like, about to do, right? Like, when they were editing, like, those scenes of him interacting with Jiwoo and, like, romanticizing it, I was like, no. He was literally about to violate her. Like, that's not cute. This one says, sad endings are way better than happy endings, lol. I mean, that's- that's definitely an opinion. Okay, there's, like, way too many opinions, um, which I'm very thankful for, but, like, it's just- I'm, like, scrolling right now and, like, there's just a lot that I, like, can't talk about. Especially because this episode was, like, super long already. I wanted to say thank you for being patient for the new episode. I hope this episode was, like, okay or worth it or whatever. Like, again, these are all just, like, my own opinions. I don't actually, like, have any sort of malice behind any of these opinions. Whatever opinion you hold, I think it's completely fine. Um, I just, this is just lighthearted and fun. I'm not going to hate on anyone for their opinion. I'm not going to bash on anyone or be negative towards an actor or actress or show or whatever. Like, you know, I think it's all debatable, really. I mean, unless you're being rude about, like, a specific actor or actress and, like, saying they're ugly or on or whatever, that's just rude. But, like, when it comes to, like, the show itself and the writing and the characters, it's really all debatable. It really all just depends on personal preference. And so, yeah, not take it too seriously. And I really hope we can all enjoy these ongoing dramas as well because some of them are really great. I'm loving these episodes so far and yeah um send me a voice memo and through anchor if you would like please remember to follow me on all my social media platforms and use my codes um in my card link for style vanna and yes style if you want some discounts on those websites and thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a wonderful monday bye